Hey there, it's Lily, and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Today's episode is about hallmarks of possibilities, which is newness and change. And if it wasn't for newness and change in my life, more Jesus Less Sugar would not be here. Myself, Aaron, and Kara, we took a chance on this podcast um, because we felt God putting it on our hearts, and it's turned out to be such a blessing to us, um, and we hope to you as well. In this episode, we talk about um, some books. We mentioned some books, Divine Mentor and Passion to Purpose. Um, We talk about being brave. We talk about being obedient to the weight. Man, this episode is so good, and I just cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Um, So if I were you, I'd grab a pen and some paper because you probably will want to take some notes. This episode is that good. Um, With that, let's dive in. Thanks. Um, and for, the, for new listeners, I just kind of wanted to recap that is Kara is in Kearney, Nebraska, and Aaron and I are in Bennett, Nebraska. And so that's about two hours apart. And um, we record, as everybody knows, if you're listening to this on Anchor. So um, that's how we do things. And hopefully here very soon in the near future, we're going to start um, videoing some of the recordings and then throwing that up on YouTube. Um, so that way you guys can see our faces and, um, put a voice to the face. Yes. So you, um, can know us a little better. Yeah. And usually at six o'clock in the morning, our faces look so pretty. Oh, yes. <laughs> yep. We don't look tired at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're never wearing sweats or, you know, <laughs> pajamas, slippers, you know, it's, <laughs> it's fine. You're going to get the best of us. Yes, you well, are. <laughs> I walked by the mirror and I thought, oh, wow, you are looking rough today. (laughs) We all have those days. Um, Okay, so we're going to jump right into it today. Um, Today's podcast is about hallmarks of possibilities. And um, I'll get into the talk and I just, I'm very excited about this talk. I've been reading Passion to Purpose by Amy McLaurin. And um, that's what really triggered some of these thoughts um, that I have. So um, I want to start off with saying um, during certain seasons of my life, I have felt as though I was in a rut. I wasn't challenged at work. It was the same thing every day at work and at home. I would get home, scramble for dinner, bathe the kids, put the kids to bed. Then I would go to bed and it would start all over. And it would do that every single day. And during those times, I felt lost, not worthy of greatness and depressed. And looking back at those seasons now, I realized why. I wasn't challenging myself at home or at work. I was blaming work or blaming my husband or blaming the kids. And by that, what I mean by that is, man, gosh, my boss is micromanaging me, or I just have not enough to do. My boss isn't giving me enough to do. Um, My husband and I would bicker over dinner, right? Like um, I'm scrambling through the freezer or the fridge and what can I quick thaw out? What can I quick make? And that wasn't my fault. That was his fault, right? For not planning or not helping me with dinner and not cooking. And oh my gosh, or the kids just aren't listening. The house is a mess and it's due to the kids because their toys are everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I would just sit there and go through that cycle, but notice I never said it was my fault. Mm -hmm. 
it's mm-hmm. somebody else's fault. And I just want the listeners to know, for you to know that life doesn't have to be lived that way. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though sometimes we just get stuck in that rut and we don't even realize we're in it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just sucks. Like every day we just see all this negativity and we feel that negativity and we don't know what to do. Life is better than that feeling. It Trust me, it is. It is so much better than that feeling. It's hard work to get out of that rut um, and to get out of that mentality, but you can, and it starts with you. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. hard. That is very hard. Um, newness and change are, hall- are hallmarks of possibilities. And I'll say it again. Newness and change are hallmarks of possibilities. And I got that quote from that book, Passion, Passion to Purpose. Um, you have to start the change, though. And that's where the, that hard part comes in. You need to be the change. Um, if you don't want to scramble for dinner, plan ahead. I'm going to be blunt here because it's that simple. And I think we make it very hard. Um, and we think that it is very hard to do that. It doesn't have to be. On Sunday, carve out an hour plan your meals for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and your leftovers are for Thursday, Friday. It it can be that simple. It can also be as simple as as soon as you get the kids from, um, from their daycare, you're pulling in the driveway, take them out, walk around the block, just to change it up, just to change up the routine. It can be that simple to have that intimate time with those kiddos, walk around the block, decompress from work, get some of their energy, and then go into the house and do your thing that night. Um, At work, if you're feeling stuck at work, not utilized at work, um, or even if you're overutilized, right? If you have too much, I'm begging you to communicate that with your boss, with your supervisor. Um, Get on their calendar of 30 minutes, tell them you wanna talk about your career. And when you go in there, be honest, you know, in a professional way, right? Um, but be honest and bring something to the table. And what I mean by that is when you go in there to talk about your your work life and how you're truly feeling at work, um, if it's not being utilized enough, um, maybe bring to the table of, hey, boss, I've been looking at the company and I know that we are failing or, you know, have some inconsistencies over in this department and I could help by doing this, you know, um, and bring something like that to the table for them to think about and to show them that you're wanting and willing to take on more. Um, if that's what you want, um, you have, in order to do this, it's, you have to be brave and you can do it. You can be brave. You can be the change. It doesn't happen overnight, but if, if you don't do anything, nothing will change if you if you don't ask and talk to Kate with your boss with your partner with your kids none of it will change and you will sit there in Groundhog Day over and over and over again (laughs) I Um, have have a quick question yeah yeah yeah. um how long do you think that you were sitting in that phase of like I feel like there's something more or 
like how like what was the time duration for you where you felt like oh you were needing gosh. a change and then yeah. a follow-up question to that would be how do you think we decipher the difference between okay I'm just kind of having a rough day mm-hmm. to like okay my life needs maybe something new mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it for me it was like a year it, I mean and it built up and it started with oh I'm just having a rough day because I am a glasses half full my rose colored glasses are on every day like everything's every day is a beautiful day to me and I it takes a lot to get me down and so mm-hmm. I would just it started out as oh it's just a rough day man that was a rough day it's gonna be okay you know and then I just slowly um it started with Betty with having a first kid she <laughs> blessed her heart but she was a crazy baby right <laughs> like she was hard I'm surprised we had more kids after her <laughs> like, I just I mean she was colicky it was hard Tyson was working nights um I wasn't being challenged at work I didn't realize that, that at the time though right at work I was just in you know just in the same rut um And that took probably a year of realizing it because it will, it takes a lot to break me. And so I'll just sit there and go and go and go and it's going to be okay. It'll get better. Um, um, And that's when the Lord laid it on my heart of just starting mom's food pantry. And that's like, I think that was his answer to my prayers of, I do feel like I'm missing something. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm bigger than this. And that's, and I don't mean that in a co- yeah. conceited way or anything, but like I'm missing out on something and I don't know what it is. And I think that's where he started to move in my heart of saying, Hey, you can do this. And you're, you're, you are meant for more Lily. Mm-hmm. And this is a way that you can express that. And this is the way that you can help others. And this is what I want you to do. So we started mom's food pantry and that, that was, I was literally washing dishes, heard a song play on the radio that reminded me of my grandpa and grandma. And that's how mom's food pantry started. And I, I truly think that was the Lord just working in my heart of saying, you are meant for more Lily. Come on, you can do this. But that, that change started with me saying, Tyson, I, I feel lost. I feel, you know, I'm just. I'm, I'm sad and I, I need to change. And how did I know it was at the core? Like I knew something had to change. Yeah. I mm-hmm. felt it. it wasn't just a bad day. Mm-hmm. It was a bad year, yeah. you know, and I just knew that I needed to change. And I think also when I look back at all this, it was, I was blaming everybody else because it was my work's fault I was looking for different jobs I you know Mm -hmm. like babe you got to help me out at the house I feel like a single parent because he was working nights sleeping during the day getting up going to work you know and to me I'm like why can't you get up earlier just get up earlier and help me you know and that's that's not fair that's not right but at that moment that's all I could see was the anger the resentment the oh my gosh what was everybody else's fault not you know but I wasn't doing anything to help myself so that's good that's really helpful did I answer those questions? yes okay yeah yeah um and I'll stop with this I'll 
this is the end of my little um, talk here. Um, there's no, I love this quote, there's no passion to be found playing small in settling for life that is less than the one you are capable of living. Nelson Mandela, one more time, there is no passion to be found playing small in settling for life that is less than the one you are capable of living. So, and I think that if we sit back, look at our lives, pray about it, give it to the Lord, I really th think he'll do big things in your life if you allow him to. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll help you see that way, find that way, as he always does. But it's just, it takes you communicating that and you to change that, you know, to change that mindset. I love it. I love it. Are you through the book or still no, working? Are you? Okay. Aaron reads a book in a day. Lily reads a book in a year. Like, no. True. Oh my gosh. You just got back from Mexico. So I didn't know how much reading you got in. I did read. I did read on Thursday in Mexico. That's what I did. I laid on the beach and I read so um I'm on chapter five I think so I'm kind of halfway through-ish I think I love that. it's a great book that sounds um, amazing yes so yeah over to you Erin or Kara go ahead Kara you go oh I was just thinking man the whole time Lily was talking um I just kept thinking obedience obedience and when you got that you knew there's something kind of stirred up in you that said something's off. Um, and when you said like, I've, I've got to be bigger than this. I, I don't think that sounded conceited at all. I think it's just, you know, that God's equipped you for more. And so when you put something on your heart, you were obedient to that. And um, I think a lot of when we get stuck in that rut, it can be really frustrating because you know, something's got to change, but you don't know where to go from there. And um, I know so many times I've been in that spot and I just get stuck. Um, I grew up in a military family. And so some people are really scared of change and I thrive in it. Um, mm. I am like a commitment phobe when everybody talks about like, oh my gosh, we're planting our roots. We're going to stay here forever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds terrifying. Like, how do you get out of that? You know? Um, <laughs> Cause that was my whole life. I've moved around. Like uh, we've been in our house for not quite three years. And this is the longest I've ever lived in one spot. And I'm almost 33. Um, wow. And so I, I thrive in that change and new and excitement, which isn't always good um, because yeah. then I can, I can be a little flighty and I can move from here to there. And yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not necessarily always a bad thing, but sometimes I'm not, um, to my husband, yes, but to other things, I'm not always super loyal, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and so I've really learned to not live in my impulses or at least try really hard not to and yeah. slow down and pray. And when I feel a conviction, I have to ask myself, is this excitement? Is this the newness that's going to, you know, give me my next, um, thing to go do? Or would it be more obedient for me to stay and grow in where I'm at? Um, and so I, uh, I just kept hearing conviction and obedience where when you get that feeling, the next step is to be obedient and you may not get your, your answer right away. 
but eventually it's going to come up, whether it's like a song, like you said, Lily, and you're like, oh, out of that, the mom's food pantry was born or, you know, you're, you're just sitting and maybe meditating on the word or praying or listening to a song or having a conversation with a friend or, um, the way I kind of discovered a new passion of mine. And I was in kind of that same spot of feeling in a rut was when my three-year-old at the time was getting eczema. And so I was doing research, um, trying to figure out how I could help her out a little bit. And I found this nutrition program and, um, out of that, I found this, you know, whole new passion of mine that I love learning and what God's going to turn that into. I'm still kind of waiting for, I think the season that you were talking about being in of a little bit in a rut, um, I may be in that a little bit right now. And part of it is coming off of last year was really hard for my family. Um, we had a lot of changes and a lot of hardship and a lot of trial and a lot of heartbreak, also some really, really awesome things, but you still live in that emotion for a long yeah. time. And so we're kind of coming off that high and we're about to head into another new, potentially kind of complicated season. And so I'm in this dip maybe um, <laughs> of, of yeah. just kind of, okay, God, like, how can I prepare for this? What do you want me to do for this? Um, it's a kind of a slow season for me at work, which isn't always good for me. I need to stay busy. Um, I like to have meetings on the schedule. I like to have a little bit more of a a loose but a block schedule, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, like I don't always like being told what to do, but I also like knowing I've got something to do. Um, so just kind of sitting in that season that's, okay, I'm preparing for something, but I also need to deal with what I've been through a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, pause yeah. really quick. Yes. <laughs> this yes. is so random, but I think there's probably a lot of people out there, me included. What's your best um, suggestion for a little one with eczema? Ready, go. Oh, oh ready, go. Um, a lot of water. Um, I kind of did like an anti-inflammatory diet for her. I eliminated eggs, dairy, um, sugar. Uh, like processed sugars. I try and keep yeah. that to a minimum because those can be kind of inflammatory. Um, wow. Look at um, you I go. Don't use, I don't use anything with fragrances on her, like lotions. She gets that dry skin you know, and so I don't use anything with fragrance on her because she tends to be a little more sensitive to it. Um, I use like a mineral sunscreen and I don't put that on her unless it's, unless she's going to be out for quite a while. Like if we're just playing out for maybe half hour to 45 minutes, I kind of go without sunscreen. And if it's longer than that, then I definitely do a lot of, a lot of sunscreen. Um, just cause sometimes that can cause a little rash on her. Um, what do you use for, um, okay. So I've heard a couple different things. My two of my four kids have it too. And it just mm -hmm. will make you crazy trying mm -hmm. all these things. Is there like a lotion that you like, or do you usually use just like petroleum jelly or what do you do there? Um, I found success with that CeraVe. I think that's yeah. how I say it. It's like C-E-R-A-V-E. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I've had success with their like anti-itch lotion. Or just their moisturizing okay. lotion. It seems to work pretty well for her. Did you do oatmeal baths? Um, I've Is tried that, that a couple of? times. And 
I don't know that I noticed any different with that. I mean, I, she thought it was hilarious yeah. that I put oatmeal in a sock and put it in her bath. She was like, yeah, what are you I, doing? <laughs> she has, Mom, you're being weird. Yeah, yeah, no, I did that with Betty and that didn't work. I remember yeah. that time ago. But, yeah. Okay. Great question. Yes, sorry. Full questions today. Okay, this is suggestions, not to be medical advice. I'm not. There you go. Yeah. No. All right. All right, Kara. Do you have more? Um. No. Those were just kind of my thoughts so far from this morning. Okay. Um. Yeah. I also loved what you said about. I think I'm a little bit like that too. Where. I know the second that I come to my husband, I'm like, Hey, I have an idea. He's, he's like bracing. Like, Oh gosh, there we go. So I do think that you do have to be discerning and, um, really make sure that you are like bringing it to the Lord because I am one that, yeah, like things will pop into my head all the time. They'll get super excited about, and then just being obedient on the weight. Like, I think that was so good that you said that I, that was like, okay, that's for me. Um, so the verse that I, this is actually yesterday that came up in my, um, Bible study that I just liked. And I think it's applicable is second Thessalonians one 11 with this in mind, we constantly pray for you that our God may make you worthy of his calling that by his power, he may bring to fruition your every desire for goodness and your every deed prompted by faith. Um, I, Wait, I'm one, hold on. Yeah. What verse was that again? Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. It was second Thessalonians one eleven. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just love that he talks about um, making us worthy of his calling Yes, and praying for that yes. and then walking in it and believing that God is going to give us direction in that because he wants to give us direction. He wants to lead us in, oh, in our course. calling. We have to ask and we need to listen. Um, I'm coming up on two years of my big change um, in my life. And so I thought it was kind of fun just really thinking about what that change has meant for my life and for my family. And it's just fun to reflect on it. And I just wrote out um, three f- important factors for me, as I went through that big change and that, that big newness for our lives. Um, the first one is that it must be God led and and God directed, um, any big change, any little change. Um, and as just like what Kara was talking about, that I, I, I think it really needs to be something that you are bringing to the Lord and committing to him because it can get pretty foggy and pretty confusing very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, if we're not trying to be led by the Holy spirit in it, um, and in Romans eight, six, it says the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. And so, uh, really committing to the prayer in it for me, um, prior to me making my big change, I would say it was probably uh, like four to six month process where I really felt a stir inside and very similar to what Lily said about just feeling like the deep, that deep, like this is something is not like, this isn't it. Yes. Um, and I, I don't know how else to explain it other than 
at the end of the day, just feeling so depleted that I'm yeah. like, this, mm-hmm. this can't be what God wants yes. for me. Yes. It just can't be. This I, just can't be. Yes. It's a very deep rooted, just something, something needs to change. And then as soon as I started feeling that, then committing to prayer, um, I had a very defining moment. Um, and I think I've maybe told this story once before, but I'm just going to tell it again. I really feel um, the Holy Spirit and God speak to me when I run during my runs. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a moment where I was running where I really felt God show me something that was just so powerful. Um, and I think it was in a song too, at the same time as I was running. And I can't remember what song it was at the time. Um but I was running and in Bennett and actually really close to where Lily lives, there's this monster hill. And when I am a person that when I set a goal to go do something, I'm going to do it and I'm just going to get it done. And I'm powering up this hill and it is completely kicking my butt and it definitely doesn't feel good. It definitely doesn't look good. (laughs) Um, and I, this song was going on. I just felt like God was like, this is how you're living your life right now. You're, and I just look up this hill and there's just like this huge way to still climb. And it is very painful Yes, in is. a lot of ways, mentally, physically, but I'm like, I'm going to do it anyway, because that's just the way I operate. And I really felt like God was like, I've got a different way for you, but I need you to trust me. And, um, and then the top of the hill. And then I turned around and looked down. God was like, this is the path that I want for you. You know, and you're looking, you're staring down at like, you know, a half a mile of straight down, but it was that defining moment of like, I just, God was just like, I need you to trust me. I need a change is coming. Yeah. Um, so that was the first thing. Um, I leaned into that and I was like, okay, I'm going to trust you, even though this is, this is all I know, mm-hmm. but I'm going to trust you anyway. Um, the second important factor for me after I made that change, um, is to always keep your focus on your why, like, why did God lead me here? What is my mission for making this change? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I even have, I have, a, I have it written for exactly why I made that change. And so And the reason that I bring that up is because it's not always going to be easy Mm -hmm. and there's going to be many moments along the path where you're going to question it and be like, okay, why did I do this again? Because this, this is not super easy either. Yeah. Yeah. But you, I, for me personally, when I made the change to be at home more, um, and to open my own practice. So I had the flexibility to be able to do that. Um, it didn't come with just, you know, you think you get to the top of the hill. Okay. This is just going to be like free flowing down. Yes, it was because I was walking in the direction that God had for me, but that doesn't mean that wasn't without any amount of pain or difficulty and that it wasn't always easy. Um, Mm -hmm. and it made me think of another run that I did. Uh, this one was about like, okay, so now I'm like a year and a half into my new gig and, things are going really well and I'm so thankful for how God is moving and it's been a very powerful time in my life. Um, I went on this run, 
um, where I think, I mean, it was probably 20 to 30 mile per hour winds. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have my husband drop me off six miles out. And I mean, there was like 40, 50 mile per hour gusts. Like it was insane wind. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, he's going to drop me off and the wind is going to be at my back the whole time. Yep. It's going to be, be the best run ever. Yes. And then this was another run where I felt like God really showed me like, yes, you're walking in my path, mm-hmm. but that doesn't, it was a really hard run. It actually ended up being a very hard run because I was like kind of fighting the wind all the way. Cause it was so strong, oh. but it was like, just because you're walking in God's, God's direction doesn't always mean that it's going to be just a screen. Yeah. I was very oh, sore the next so day, you know, but it was like, it still felt, it still felt good, but it was still hard. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, yep. So making, I was just thinking about how any amount of change if we're thinking about like our health, whether it's a diet plan or an exercise plan, um, making healthy choices doesn't always, doesn't always feel good at first. You know, yeah. like when you're, if you've done the same workout for years upon years, trying a, a new exercise is probably going to lead to some muscle soreness, Yeah, which is okay. Yes, it's okay. But recognizing that you needed a change. You needed a change. And that you're going to be sore. Yes. It's going to be hard. Yes. And move on. Yes. And same thing with our diet and making healthy choices with food. It's like, no, it doesn't always feel good to not be able to eat that cookie or like, yeah. that doesn't feel good. I want to eat the cookie. I want the cookie. But with some that's ice cream. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but worth it. And, um, the last thing that I had and the last factor is to be brave and courageous mm-hmm. because um, what I have found is not everybody is going to be on board with certain decisions that you know God is asking you to do mm-hmm. in the realm of change and newness. And it may be more people than not are like, what in the world is Aaron oh, thinking? Yes. You know, but when you have a conviction in your heart and you feel like God is saying, move, you got to go, you got to jump because sitting there in it is, it's not good. It's devastating to your heart, Mm. I think. Yeah. And, you know, I think um, that reminded me of a podcast I listened to and it said that the, one of our biggest fears is the fear of rejection. And so when we, we just want people's approval so bad, which I get it. I'm right there. Um, and so sometimes we'll dismiss that conviction of God because we think we are going to let people down. Yep. Oh yeah. And, and that can turn into disobedience. So it's like, I would rather obey God mm-hmm. than disobey, like obey God with a challenge than disobey and, you know, kind of have consequences or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. you know yeah, yeah that's um, really good yeah I was uh also I'm reading the book The Divine Mentor by Wayne Cordero right now and it is a phenomenal book um and I'm I'm more like Lily uh, I start a book <laughs> and I get to chapter five it takes me a really long time to get through the whole book but in the beginning oh, yeah. it talks about um protecting the sacred enclosure around your heart and how do we do that is spending time with our divine mentor who is God and spending mm-hmm. time reading the word and listening to the, the, the truths of the people in the Bible 
um, and what they've been through and how we can relate to either their depression or their sin or their trials and what God's rescued them from. And the same God that is in the Bible is the same God that's in our lives today. And so we can trust that he's, it's going to look different for us because we've got our own unique story, but Amen. Yes. that same God is going to, is going to help us through our life the same way he did it for everybody in the Bible um, and trusting that, but don't wait until you get to this time of, you know, being in the rut or being in the fire, whatever it may be, start now, but and protect that enclosure around your heart. And so then that way, when the trial comes, you can stand firm and say, this stinks. This is going to be hard. This is going to be challenging, but I've got a mighty God who says that I am capable and strong enough to do this. And he's also showed me how he's done this before through the word. I love it. Yeah, that's really good. I just wanted to say one more thing. Um, I think it's easy to uh, look around and be like, okay, so Aaron quit her job and things are great. And so that must be like, maybe I just need to quit my job. Like what Lily's decisions are that she needs to make in her life look very different than what decisions I need to make in my life for my family and what Kara needs to do and what decisions she needs to make looks different. And it's really hard to not look around and be like, let's tomorrow. Everyone's going to quit their job. (laughs) It's like, that is that. That's not it. It's, it's really like diving in. Right. Like, yeah, it's diving in and truly just looking at your life. And really, I love Aaron, how you said, you know, why, why is God doing this? And not in a bad way. And, you know, talk, communicate that to the Lord, say, Lord, I'm confused. I'm not sure why you're doing this. Can you please show me how? What or why? Why? Why am I here? What am I doing? And I think that's that's been a lot of my my twenty plus year career in the military. Is Lord, what what am I doing? Like why why am I here? And I think um, I before I hit record here on this podcast, I was explaining that to Aaron that I've just been praying over our, my career, and Aaron's been I know she's been praying for me, um, and Kara, you have too. I know. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I, I realized that the Lord put me in this uniform for a reason and that's, I'm, I'm okay with that. And I've, I've come to terms with that. Whereas before I've always felt like, gosh, I need to do more. I need to do something else. I need to do this and that and this. And the Lord, you know, is like right in my face of saying, Lily, no, you're wearing this uniform for a reason. So stick it out you are going to be the leader, the female leader that I need you to be mm-hmm. by wearing this uniform mm-hmm. and you're meant you're, you are in the spot you're meant to be in. Yep. And that's, I've never, I have never felt at peace like that, you know, mm-hmm. until you just, you, you know, until I just sat back and gave it to the Lord and allowed him. I, I love what you said, being obedient to the weight. Mm-hmm. I was obedient to the weight. It was hard. I questioned myself. I questioned him. I, you know, gosh, what am I doing? Um, but lo and behold, he showed me like, Hey, Lily, I, I've been giving you all these opportunities because I want you in this uniform. And that was, that was hard for me to, to swallow and hard for me to realize that. 
Mm-hmm. But then it was, then it was like a slap in the face. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Got it, Lord. I've always asked him, Lord, just slap me in the face and tell me like, Hey, you got to <laughs> shake me and say, Lily right here. And he finally, I finally realized that he was doing that the entire time. So yes, got it. But anyways, okay. Well, ladies, that's it for today. Um, it was amazing to talk and to chat with both of you. And um, we hope that this um, brings light and joy and love to your life today. Miss um, Erin is going to pray for us. <clears throat> Lord God, I thank you so much for this morning. And I thank you for Lily and Kara and the messages that you put on our heart today. Um, I prefer every single listening ear today. I pray that, um, Lord, your words would go deep into our souls and that um, you would start doing a good work in, in each and every person listening. I ask, Lord, that if, if somebody is feeling a stirring, that you would give them the courage to walk in the direction that you have for them. And um, I pray for peace and the Holy Spirit to move. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We can't wait to connect with you all next week. Thanks for listening, subscribing, but most of all, thanks for growing with us here at More Jesus, Less Sugar. Thank you.